This is Ireland's 100 to 102 Today FM. A week to go to polling and suddenly all the attacks come rolling out at once. It's full throttle stuff with a week to go. It's February 19th. This is Today FM's Election Daily. Cause you woke up in the morning with the initiative to move, so I make it harder. Don't hold back. If you think about it, so many people do be cool and look smarter. Don't hold back. Happy Friday everyone, Gavin Riley here in the Today FM studios in Dublin with another instalment of news, analysis and gossip from the campaign trail. And things are definitely creeping up a gear as the attacks come thick and fast in election 2016. So before we get into all of that, let's quickly cover two policy planks from various launches today. Renua is proposing a major clampdown on white-collar crime. Lucinda Creighton says she wants a special corporate criminal court along the same lines as the commercial court with expert judges. It would operate on the same basis but would specifically target white-collar crime and we need a process where there is expertise uh, amongst the judiciary who obviously an awful lot of corporate fraud is very intricate it's very detailed and we're advocating for specialist knowledge and expertise amongst the judiciary and we think that this is one way of achieving that. And Fianna Fáil is proposing to hire thousands more teachers over the next five years to lower the pupil-teacher ratio. Here's its education spokesman, Charlie McConnell. So what we are committing to is that over the next five years we will reduce the, the pupil-teacher ratio by one point, uh, one point of the margins each year, yep. to, to, uh, which would mean 2,500 new teachers over the next five years. That would be an average cla- maximum average class size of 23 to 1. And that would cost £105 million. Now Fine Gael was also holding a policy launch today about its plans to help small and medium enterprises, but when Richard Bruton threw to Simon Coveney to ask him to talk about the subject, he immediately went on a lengthy complaint about Fianna Fáil. We don't want to go back to the kind of populist politics of the past that destroyed Ireland in terms of an economic model and an expenditure model and the misery that that caused. And we're seeing that type of politics in this campaign again, coming from Fianna Fáil. In multiple different ways now, we're seeing them in a dishonest way, trying to tell people what they want to hear. Here we have a party in government when faced with the real decisions around how do we fix a water system in Ireland. They committed to domestic water charges and setting up a single utility to try and coordinate it, to move away from the inefficiencies and underinvestment of the past. And when people decide that they don't like Irish water because they have been unpopular, Fianna Fáil move with the tide again. Now this immediately raised some eyebrows in the room, including my own, because I immediately pulled up this Irish Examiner interview that Simon Coveney did with Juno McEnroe in January of last year, where Coveney spoke about the prospect of potentially governing with Fianna Fáil. And this is a quote of what he said. I don't have any ideological problem with forming a coalition with Fianna Fáil. As long as we can hammer out a programme for government, that is something that Fine Gael can support. I think there's a lot of good people in Fianna Fáil. I think I could work with them. People who support Fianna Fáil in some ways probably have a lot in common with people who support Fine Gael. This isn't an ideological problem for me. End quote. He also added that Micheál Martin was very competent and said, Whatever people decide in the next election, it will be up to the politicians lucky enough to be elected to put a stable government together that can take Ireland forward. I don't think we can do that with Sinn Féin, but I think there are lots of other options. Obviously, I'll have a role in putting together a programme for government in terms of a policy point of view. If I'm sitting down with Hall Martin or Michael McGrath, so be it. And so I put it to Simon Coveney. How could you conceivably go from that to attacking Fianna Fáil like he just had in barely over 12 months? Now, a lot of people who were in Fianna Fáil, the Fáil camp, Fianna Fáil's camp or Fianna Gael's camp, you know, it goes back to differences in history and leaders and all the rest of it. I judge Fianna Fáil on their last performance in government. When 300,000 people lost their jobs, 
when a quarter of a million people had to leave Ireland to find work. That's why I say it'll be, it would be very, very difficult for us to put a programme for government together in terms of being compatible. Uh, and I think, actually, if anything, their election manifesto and the promises that Fianna Fáil have been making during this campaign actually show that divide between the two parties in a very, very clear way. They're promising without costing. We're promising with full costing. We will leave you to decide whether you are convinced by that. Now, Simon Coveney's complaint about Fianna Fáil, including that passing reference to water charges, came after Fianna Fáil leader Micheál Martin took his turn in Sean O'Rourke's hot seat on Radio 1 and outlined his own position on water charges, which is, we'll charge someday, but not before we fix the network first. Are you saying the idea of charging for water just should be forgotten about? During the lifetime of the next government, yes. Uh, and we're saying until the system is fixed and the infrastructure is properly uh, repaired well, why don't and you, Why don't you say we'll fix the system and then charge? Because that's what we have said. No, you've stopped saying that. No, we've, we haven't actually. And Barry Cohn has you been quite consistent on that. But we're not going to do it in the next five years. The th- I mean, why would you so continue? So are you saying if over two periods well, in why government, would you, continue? you would actually make well, bring sorry, the situation? I'm not, I, I'm not going to go do what this government does. You know, in, in the context of universal health insurance, keep promising it for the next five years. And the five years... But you really are putting it on the never-never, aren't you? No, well, we're certainly not doing it during the lifetime of the next government. It does need... Uh, we do need to go back to the drawing board on this, Sean. Uh, it's just has been a disaster and a debacle in terms of uh, how this government has gone about it. It, it, it actually reneged on its own advice. It, it commissioned PwC to advise on how to set this up. And PwC said, do not do it the way you were doing it. And what did the government do? They went exactly in the opposite direction uh, and ignored the advices that they got at the time. And we now know the result. And, and, and the government itself has made a complete mess out of this. And to bring any legitimacy back uh, to, to, to the whole situation, we do need to start afresh. Anyway, let's reverse to the theme of attacks and move quickly on to Joan Burton who was launching a plan to make Ireland a more equal society but it didn't take her long to wander into this criticism of Sinn Féin. A lot of the Sinn Féin economic manifesto is really built around slogans rather than around a lot of thoughtfulness about how you would actually implement put money into people's pockets and put money into services and that's what our proposal does but Sinn Féin uh, don't do that and I, I, I think um, what they're suggesting a lot of it they won't be able to do So where does Sinn Féin stand in all of that? Well they were a little distracted today as it turned out Mary Lou MacDonald was drawing attention to Sinn Féin's own stance against water charges which is to get rid of them for good not just for five years Now Sinn Féin is of course part of the Right to Change platform which grew out of Right to Water and which is planning tomorrow's major demonstration in Dublin which could be attended by as many as 150,000 people and indeed many people will see the potential attendance in Dublin tomorrow as long as the weather holds out of course as a bit of an acid test for how big an issue that water charges are actually going to be now Mary Lou was outlining that plan when she was asked about Jerry Adams' stint in the Sean O'Rourke chair yesterday when he wasn't quite able to articulate that a 7% levy on earnings over 100,000 would be additional to other taxes in fact it came across at some point as if that 7% levy would be the only tax they would pay now I asked if it was a concern that the party's leader isn't able to articulate his own tax plan but do keep listening because it's not long before a passerby wades into the conversation. Now, this is a lengthy chunk of audio. We will leave you to decide who comes out better. The policy is set out as it is. And I'll be honest with you, anybody can fumble a figure uh, on an interview. I, I thought listening to the, the issue around the third tax band, I think it's very clear what Sinn Féin's position on it is. Well, and that it's an additional... For middle-income people. Pardon me? You're going to kill pensions. No, we won't. We so won't. Have you seen the figures or can your leader do the maths? Sorry, who are you? 
Who am I? Yeah, are I'm you a, a concerned citizen? Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have done the maths to, to answer yeah. your question. Sorry, I just wasn't sure you, if you're a journalist. I didn't no, recognize I'm you. Not Pardon a me. Pardon me. I'm apolitical, but I won't be voting yeah. for Sinn Fein. That's fine. That's your prerogative. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why won't I? Yeah. Because I'm going to strip the poor people of this country, middle income people. No, we're not. And my children don't want to aspire to 69 grand a year, you know, where you bring in this USC. I think it's appalling. Okay. Well, uh, ju- just to answer you. And you are, of course, entitled to cast your vote in your own way. I absolutely respect that. But I would say to you that half of the workforce in this state are in €28,500 or less. So our package, it's not about punishing anybody, and it's certainly not about stripping back anything from pensioners, but it is about dealing within the confines of the resources available in a way that is fair, that is equitable, and that is to our collective what advantage. Do you work hard and try and make a, a life for themselves here? Yeah. You want to punish them? No, I don't. You certainly do. You know, where the state gains more or loses more when someone's made unemployed than the person loses, there's something wrong there. You know, you pay 59% tax? Well, listen, listen. All I can, uh, yes, and what I can say to this is, what, what I am saying to you is you, you have to look at the proposals in the round. I understand that not all of our proposals will be universally popular. It's not universally popular to say that you want a third uh, tax band, you know, at uh, an additional seven euro in every cent over the hundred grand for people who earn that. Not everybody will, I accept it. But I'm being honest with you. And I am saying if we wish to balance the books, if we wish to protect society, protect services, to protect low and middle income families, then this is the formula well, to the do best, it. The best way for this country is to give young people opportunities. Absolutely. And you taxing them out of existence is not the Isn't way. It? It Telling them that they can earn 69 grand, you're going to lamp them for whatever percent you have on uh, USC. What about their pensions? Have you looked at the numbers? I don't think your party leader has because he didn't seem to know what was going on yesterday. I don't support any political party. Really? No political. Yeah, really, really. Okay. My personal position. I well, that's I fine. My it's, okay, my 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 position and our position is people with deeper pockets, people people who have a greater ability to pay. Yes, have to pay a bit more. Back to Lucinda. By the way, she might be spending the weekend pounding the pavements in Dublin Bay South a little bit harder than everyone else. There was an Irish Independent poll this morning carried out by Millward Brown, which suggests that although she's polling in third place in the four-seater, she's on 13% of the vote, she could potentially be taken out by her replacement on the Fine Gael ticket, Kate O'Connell, who's polling at around 10%. Now, there are some middle-class votes underneath in the form of Eamon Ryan, and so if Fine Gael were to take some of those votes, then O'Connell could well pip Lucinda Creighton when it comes to the crunch. Now, it certainly seems unlikely that there would be enough support for both of those women and for Owen Murphy, who's currently leading the poll, as that would mean that three of the four TDs in that four-seater would be from the general Fine Gael gene pool. But Lucinda was playing it cool and she recognises that there was always going to be an uphill battle to keep the seat. I have said from the very beginning that my seat and every seat is going to be a battle. Um, I think what we know is that there is momentum behind small parties, behind independence in this election. Um, we're getting a great response on the doors. I can assure you if I finish up in joint third place 
next Friday or Saturday when the count begins, I will be a very, very happy person indeed. Now, no talking taxi today because it's Friday and because, well, to be honest, Helen Vaughan and Cue Ball do have to be allowed to come home at some stage. But Helen has been working on this amazing montage of the sounds of the week. Only one more of these to go, so sit back and drink in the sounds of another week in election 2016. I think Pierce's problem is that he took his maths grounds or else went to night school to the Jerry Adams Met School. I think that's, that's his problem. I accept that the recovery underway has not been felt by hundreds of thousands of people. We've put him under pressure. Who's over broadband round here? John O'Mahony was. He didn't do a f***ing thing for the place round here. We can't get broadband. We have kids going to school. They need it for homework and out and we can't get it. You're, are you having any broadband service? Depends, it depends which way the wind is blowing. All I can say in relation to Deputy Murphy, I think he's a bit of a will-o'-the-wisp in terms of all the different directions he's taken. Someone told me on Facebook I was Harry. I don't know who Harry is, like, but uh, I'm not sure if it's a good thing or not. I think that Labour would have been better off if they had created a poster of perhaps Joan Burton and Enda Kenny as part of status quo. We're not looking for hospitals at every crossroads. We're have, looking for basic emergency services. Oh, the most we care about is jobs, jobs, jobs. They're not giving anything to down here. It's all going up to Leinster. There's no jobs beyond the Shannon, and that's what we need badly. I was the first party leader to rule out Fianna Fáil. I've ruled them out on at least 10 occasions in the last fortnight, and I'll do so again now. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? I don't really know anything about it. I don't really feel like I need to care. I don't really understand what's going on, like, completely. I just, I, I kind of get the idea, but I wouldn't know enough to vote, and I wouldn't look into it either. What do you think about today's FM taxi? It's good, it's good, it's good, it's a nice presentation, it's a nice presentation, we just changed the word taxi to cab. It's illegal to advertise the word taxi when you're not licensed as a taxi, you can't. You get away with the cab all right on this occasion, like, you know, or a mini cab or thing like that, like, you know. All right. Or um, okay. yeah, something like that, you know. Well, thanks very much for coming in. Okay, thank thanks you, Thanks for chatting to us. Okay, bye-bye. It'll be a busy weekend on the trail with the last rallies nationwide, including a big one with Enda Kenny in Dublin on Sunday. That is, of course, assuming he makes it back from Brussels by then, because it looks like it could be a lengthy weekend with those talks about Britain's future in the European Union. But there will also be three opinion polls in the Sunday papers. And if the Red Sea one in particular for the Sunday Business Post continues its recent trend of Fine Gael hemorrhaging support and the other parties creeping up, it will make for a fairly fraught and raucous final week on the trail. Although this afternoon, by the way, Richard Bruton was oddly calm about Fine Gael's successive slumps. I think the decision will hinge on, on the last number of days. I think everyone knows that the polls have shown stability uh, rather than growth. We want to see that growth. Um, I don't know if anyone else would call going from 31 to 26% stability, but we will see. Anyway, more details on those polls on Saturday evening, so do be sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Gav Riley for all of the details there. Finally, one last bit of Friday fun to leave you with. Tinder for politicians. Just visit tder.ie, that's tder.ie, and we will leave you to do the rest. Thanks for listening. I'm Gavin Riley. We'll see you back on Monday for more Election Daily.
Just get it on. 100 to 102 Today FM.